Hello, I'm Bruce Sinclair, and welcome to this podcast from Jordan Hill Parish Church, during which we will share in reading, reflection and prayer for Sunday the 17th of October. Today our reader is Tommy Gemmell, and our hymns come from the Scottish Festival Singers and the Chet Valley Churches. Your love is as high as the heavens, O God. Your faithfulness soars through the skies. Your righteousness reaches the towering peaks. Your justice the depths of the sea. We shelter beneath your wings. Your servants trust in you. You are the source of all life. Because of your light, we see light. Let us worship God. Today's reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, reading from verse 35 to 45. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? he asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink, or be baptised with the baptism I am baptised with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink, and be baptised with the baptism I am baptised with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Amen. Thanks be to God.
be all that you can be is a phrase that has been used much over the years. It has been a song title, a book title, an educational resource for schools, and no doubt the topic of many a motivational speech. It has even been used by the American army as a recruiting slogan over the years. There is the inference and understanding that we all have that potential deep within us to reach the very best pinnacle of our being, our skills, our talents, our capacity and achievement. But alongside that slogan, be all you can be, is perhaps the underlying message that you have to make it happen. You have to strive to be the best. You have to push forward to reach that pinnacle that truly helps us discover who we are and what we're meant to be. Be all you can be is about discovering yourself. Modern culture might have us think that to find yourself means striving at all times to be the best, to reach the top, the pinnacle, the first in line. In one of Martin Luther King Jr's last sermons, based on this passage from Mark, he described the human desire to be up front and leading the parade, which runs opposite to this passage. From a standpoint of equality, he argued for people to be the servant of others, but on an equal footing with equal rights, votes and value. Even if you're not the person wanting to elbow your way to the front of the crowd or to be the one standing at the front of the concert, there are plenty who will say or think things that are just as much about establishing our presence, getting our own way, ensuring that our views are heard and predominant. Few of us are immune to the instinct to get the best place because most of us believe, rightly or wrongly, that our way is right, or at least better than the next person's. Sometimes we are subtle about it, and sometimes we are not. Whether it be trying to get to the front of the queue for groceries, or the best seat on the train, what Martin Luther King called the drum major instinct. Even if you're not a pushy James or John, we like to make sure that we are not trodden on or ignored and that people pay attention because what we have to contribute is of vital importance. And if other people get a little bit in the way, well, perhaps a little firmness on our part won't hurt much. Mahatma Gandhi once said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. The image of the two disciples bristling to be up front and be either side of Jesus is an arresting one. Sensing the power and magnetism of Jesus, the disciples want to follow. They knew he was going places. They knew he really stood for something. These were no empty words or even a man with empty gestures. He really meant something. And so we can hardly blame James and John for wanting to go with him. They followed him this far. Why not even further? And so they turn and they ask him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask you. 
and what they want is top appointments. Gross ambition or is it profound faith? James and John still hold to that messianic Jewish picture of Jesus reigning as the restored son of David upon the throne and they are a determined pair. In the background, we can almost imagine the growing unrest with the other disciples. Maybe a subtle raised eyebrow or a whisper here and there. No one likes a disciple who jumps the gun or tries to get a rung up on the ladder of power. Somehow it all seems a little underhand and, well, not very Christ-like. Yet James and John still seem to believe that the new order will be established, like the old order, except with new leaders at the helm. The troublemakers will be evicted and a new era will be born, with Jesus at the head of the table and his most devout followers either side. Then at last they can start with change. But Jesus has to give them a wake-up call. The new world that he is going to usher in will not resemble the old one. He is here to turn it all upside down, to make it a place where the last and the least will be first. Instead of rounding upon the two, Jesus speaks to the whole group. The current regime are tyrants. They rule from above with might, fear and control, whereas God's way is different. It is a way rooted not in self, but love of our neighbour. Jesus, interestingly, doesn't reject the idea and concept of greatness. Instead, he redefines it for them. It means being humble and working with and alongside people. This new greatness is not found in domination, but rather in mutual caring, respect and service. This journey is about doing what is right rather than what is seen to be right in the eyes of the world. Martin Luther King said, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love. Today, being great is about small acts of love, just as it is about grand gestures, about being the first to wear a mask to protect others, about not being the first in line about discovering the joy of using our own God-given skills and talents to help others and finding ways to bring God's love into the world. It doesn't matter if you're sitting on Jesus' right or left. It doesn't matter if you're sitting or standing. Real ministry isn't about such things. Rather, it is about how you serve. Jesus tells us to worry less about leading the parade or always insisting on having our say because we're the only ones that could ever be right, but rather through our kindness, through our graciousness, through our forgiving others and accepting forgiveness ourselves, through our generosity of spirit, we make the world, even in the smallest of ways, 
simply a bit better. Amen. Let us pray. We thank you, God, for everything that we delight in. The colour and crispness of autumn days, human achievement and grateful humour, work well done, love and friendship. We thank you too for all those who have been called to follow you across the years. Help us to be ready to respond, willing to be servants to one another, for one another, and the world that we share. Heavenly God, being a servant in a driven world is no easy task. We pray for those who serve in places of tension and challenge, whose sole purpose is to keep peace and find ways of bringing healing and harmony where there is trouble, unrest and anguish. We pray for peacekeepers and peace workers, for communities that seek hope and light. Hearing God as our minds turn so often to the care of creation, we pray for the ability to serve others by caring for the planet and the environment. Guide us to use resources well, to reuse and recycle, to take an interest in our consumption and our effect on the earth that we are called to care for. God of the margins, we pray for those so often left on the sidelines where life walks past or ignores. As we are called to serve, may your spirit remind us the places where injustice, hunger and poverty place your children on the edges of life and call us to work for a better way for everyone. Break again into our world, God. Guide us to be servants for one another. Direct us and lead us in all your good ways. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.
Thank you for joining with me today for this time of worship. And now, O Lord, fill us with generous care and a servant heart and fill us with abundant hope. And now the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those you love this day and every day. Amen.